Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development, such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. Armando and Kelsey with you today. Today, we're going to bring you some truths you may need to hear. We're going to bring you 10 truths you may need to hear. And this is kind of in regards you can apply it to, I think, to wherever you are in your life, whether it be you're making a pivot in your business, whether you're changing your jobs, whether you just graduated from high school or you're graduating from college, big changes are happening, right? Um, These are some of the things that you may need to hear in situations like this that will help you get to where you want to go. So the first one, if you aren't willing to work for it, you don't want it bad enough. It's your responsibility to want it more than anyone else. So I kind of think of that in the sense of a lot of times we hold off on chasing a dream or starting that business or pursuing a goal because we're waiting for somebody else to almost give us permission in a sense. And so when we have an, a goal, an ambition, anything like that, you have to be willing to put in the work for it. Not everything is going to be handed to you and you have to decide, am I willing to work for this or do I just like the idea of it, right? Stop waiting for others. You have to pursue this. A lot of times we have control over the success of our future because we're the ones that are going to put in the work and you have to be willing to do that work. I think sometimes it can be mis. I mean, it's something I've been thinking about recently, more so because Isaiah just, just finished up his junior year, getting into be a senior year, and and um, he's kind of trying to figure out his life. I mean, like all, we all did when we were seventeen, eighteen years old, and uh, a lot of times we want everything handed to us. It's because it's been handed to us for the most part. I mean, I think most most kids get everything handed to them. Not everybody, right? Um, but for 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 the for a lot of the kids. They're trying to figure out what they're going to do with their lives. And something that I've been really thinking that uh, that's been kind of resonating with me because of Isaiah is, is we want a lot of stuff, but we, like Kelsey said, we have to be willing to put in the work. And uh, I think what happens sometimes we tell our kids or we tell others, like, you got to work hard to get what you want. You got to work hard to get what you want, which yes, it's, it's very true. But I think more importantly, you have to take action for what you want because you may you may work for something that you want and it's not going to be hard. Maybe you just need to read the book that you need to read that's going to spark your interest and that's going to propel you to do what you need to do. So you need to take action. If you've been stewing on something, you you don't know what you need to do, just start taking action. That's going to be the most important thing, I think, with something like this. Something my sister and I were just talking about uh, just recently. She's applying for jobs and things like that. We were having a conversation and I said, what do you think it was that gave all of us, myself, all of my siblings, we have very hard work ethic. You know, we do, we're not afraid of work. And so we were talking about that. And she goes, you want to know what it was? Because we knew mom and dad weren't giving us shit. They weren't giving us anything, you know? And so we knew, okay, if we want something, we're going to have to work for it. We also saw them struggle so much, you know? And so here's the thing. And I know we've talked about this story before is, you know, Two people can watch the same situation and have completely different takeaways, right? You know, maybe 
one of us could have potentially seen that and been like, oh, I'm just gonna, like, I saw them work so hard and they still struggled. Why am I going to work hard? Right. But you have to be willing to put in the work. You have to be willing to do it. And it's not going to be easy, but nobody's going to come and do the work for you. Right. Yeah, I think that leads us into our second one, which is stop waiting for others and start taking action. I know we touched on this a little bit is is you got to take action, right? A lot of the times we're like, well, when the time is right or when I'm just going to wait it out to see what happens and if if and then hopefully it happens in the next couple of weeks, right? But we're just wasting that time waiting. We're wasting this time waiting on somebody else or waiting for the weather to change or waiting for the perfect moment. Guys, there's not a perfect moment. There's not going to be a perfect moment because even though we have this idea in our head that this is what a perfect moment is, once we get to that moment, we're going to realize that there's more stuff that needs to be in place for it to be the perfect moment. So it's never going to be perfect. I can't, I can't, I can't like say that enough that it's never going to be the right time. The right time is right now. You just need to take action now and just start going for it. I think it's so funny because that leads us into our next one, which was actually a conversation I was just having with a friend recently talking about how you'll never be ready. So an example of this is people wait to have kids, right? They say, oh, we're waiting until we're ready. You know, and obviously there's other reasons too, but I'm sure you've heard people say we're waiting till we're ready. I think ready, ready can mean so many different things yeah. depending on where you are in life. It's just like a different, you know, everybody interprets that to some degree, but you know, a big example of this is like, oh, we're not financially ready to take on having a child, right? Well, neither were we at the age that we were having kids. You know, I had Logan at 18. You had Isaiah, what, 21? Mm -hmm. We weren't financially ready. It's amazing what happened. So like the, the whole takeaway from this, like Armando already said, was you're never going to be ready. There's never going to be a right time if you're if you're putting things off until, oh, I'll do it when dot 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 fill in the blank, whatever it is, you know, whatever, whether it's like starting your health and fitness, whether it's starting the business, whatever it is, I'll wait until dot 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 that day may never come, right? You're never going to be fully ready. There's never all the stars are never going to fully align and make it a perfect situation. You just have to take messy action, right? The baby example. I promise you, you'll never have enough money, but I promise you, you'll find a way. You'll find a way to make it work. When our back is in a corner, you get resourceful, right? Both of us have experienced being single parents to young kids. That's very difficult. It's very expensive. I remember having like $50 in my account and I was like, okay, cool. That's got to last me two weeks. Like we've got you know, plenty of groceries, the car is full with gas, but that's, that's what I've got, right? You just figure it out as you go. You'll never be fully prepared. So if you're currently debating doing something or holding off, do it. Because like the other thing that I really think of too, is you're never promised tomorrow, right? So if you have had this tugging on your heart to do something, and this doesn't even have to be like starting a fitness journey, starting a business, this can be something ridiculous. Like maybe you have a crush on somebody and you've been wanting to tell them like, yeah, it could go badly. But also what if it's like the best thing ever, right? You're not promised tomorrow. It's never a good time. Just do it. Mm -hmm. Rip it like a bandaid. Do it now. 
The next one we have is the little progress is still progress. Small changes don't feel big until they have added up over time. Be patient. I think this is a really, really hard one for a lot of people is because we have these big goals and they seem like untouchable. They seem so far away, but we set them anyways. And then we start kind of grinding. We start working towards them and we're not getting any closer. We're not getting getting there as fast as we thought we would get there. There's different issues that are coming up or we get distracted and we kind of lose sight of our goal and then we get back on track. So there's numerous things that can happen in this process of being patient. You have to be be patient. Small changes, small steps will get get you to your goal, get you to whatever you have in mind closer than not doing anything at all, right? I think something that, uh, um, a book that everybody, that, that I think everybody should read is The Compound Effect. Um, it's it's a great book. It talks about the little things that you can do now that are going to give you the ripple effect or going to pay out 10 times um, once you do accomplish your goal because it's getting you closer. And I just have a quick quote from that book that I hope that makes sense. Um, a horse wins by a nose, but gets 10 times the prize money. Right. So think of that. Like literally when you watch a horse race, they're running down, making a lap and it literally runs by a nose. They got to take a picture to see who won. Okay. So a horse wins by a nose, but they're going to get 10 times the prize money. Is that horse 10 times faster than the other horse? It's not just a little bit better, but it was those extra laps around the track, the extra discipline in the horse's nutrition or the extra work by the jockey that made the results a slight bit better with compounded rewards, right? So those little things that maybe you think aren't doing anything for you to get you closer to where you want are actually working in the back or behind, behind the curtains, working towards your ultimate goal that's going to pay you out that much more. Maybe not financially, but mentally, physically, whatever your goal is, it's going to pay you out. It doesn't always take a lot. You know, it can be just by, like it says, by a nose. And sometimes I feel like we think, what's the point? It's not a lot. You know, whether it's, you know, an example of this that comes to mind easily is, oh, I don't have time for a full workout today. Okay, but can you go for a walk? Because that still helps your mental health. That still gets some movement in. That helps you feel a little bit better, right? It's those little things over time that add up, that build the habits, that build the routines, that get you closer to the long-term goal. So it doesn't take a lot. Sometimes a little bit is all you need. If it's not a hell yes, then say no. You know, this is something that I tell clients is, you know, a conversation I had a couple weeks ago with a client, she was really upset because she's like, I really went ham over the weekend. I said yes to everything. I didn't say no to anything. And I was like, okay, run through this myth with me. What are some of the things you ate that you're not proud of? She started listing them off to me. And I said, okay, what are some of those things that didn't, that weren't as good as you thought they would be? And she was like, oh, this, this, and this. I'm like, so they weren't a hell yes. And she goes, no. I go, okay, what was a hell yes? And she goes, oh, well, this. I was like, great. Next time, now you've eliminated. Now you know if it's not a hell yes, just say no. Because if we're always saying yes all the time, then we're not actually going to make a change, right? And obviously this pertains to health and fitness, but you can also apply this to other areas of your life. If, if it's not a hell yes, if it doesn't feel really good for you, then don't do it. Don't half-ass things, right? Or don't throw off your health and fitness goals just because, you know, just because it's like, oh, well, it's here. I'm going to eat it. You know what I mean? So if it's not a hell yes, make it a no. You don't have to say yes all the time. 
Yeah, I think that kind of leads into the next one we have here about like being able to say no, which is don't get so caught up in doing everything for everyone. You forget to do things for yourself, right? We're saying yes to everything. We're saying, yes, I can do this. Yes, I can pick up your kids from school. Yes, I can make that dessert for dinner tonight. Yes, I can meet up with friends tomorrow for dinner. Yes, I can meet for coffee in the morning, right? You're saying all these yeses because you enjoy those things because those make you happy. But what you're not realizing is that you're... What you think is taking care of yourself because you're going out with friends is not really taking care of yourself because you're stretching yourself thin. You're giving to others more than you're giving to yourself. And in the long run, it's going to catch up. It's like a lack of sleep. We were just having this conversation because I came home today after work and uh, I had to take a nap. You know, even though last night wasn't a super busy night like it normally is, I, I actually got some good sleep um, over my over my work time, over my work week. Uh, I had a lot of sleepless nights. I had a lot of those nights. So that catches up to me, even though I'm feeling good. It finally like hit me. I was like, I need to take a nap. I'm cranky. I don't feel good. Like I'm, I, I, I acknowledge that that was affecting me. And that's the way that some of these things are when you stretch yourself thin, right? You're saying yes to everything because you're filling everybody else's cup. You're making everybody else happy. But who should be happy the most? Who is the most important person that should be happy? It's yourself. It's you. You need to be happy because if you're happy, you can help to be other you can help others to be happy as well. The next one, hold yourself accountable to the things you said you'd do even after the excitement is gone. So, you know, I kind of think of this in so many senses. Maybe you get really excited about a business deal and you're like, okay, I'm gonna start researching that, or I'm going to apply for that business license. And then when it actually comes down to sitting down and doing the work, once that initial excitement is gone, you're kind of like, Meh, right? Actions speak louder than words. Ambitious thoughts do nothing without persistent execution. So you can think and want things as much as possible, but that's not actually action, right? You have to actually make moves for things instead of just being all talk, right? All talk, no movement. Actually follow through with the things, you know, you had that excitement at one moment and I'm not saying that you'll, you'll definitely have things that you get excited about. And then when you actually stop to think about them, you're like, Oh, maybe that was kind of like a false excitement. When I actually think through that, maybe I don't want that as bad as I thought. But if you had an initial excitement there for something, there's likely a reason, right? And so don't get discouraged just because there's work involved. So this kind of goes back to the first one that we were talking about being willing to work for it. Make sure that you're holding yourself to that standard of I'm somebody who follows through. I'm somebody who doesn't just talk. I actually take the action towards the things that I want. Because that's another thing kind of tying it back to being like a little bit of a people pleaser. A lot of times we do things for other people. that So then we get to the point where when it comes to the things we want, we feel so depleted that we have no energy left to pour into the things we want. And it feels like, eh. I don't want it that bad. The motivation is gone. That initial excitement is gone. But make sure that you're actually taking time to pour into those things that get you excited because you never know how that will turn out. And sometimes we kind of need that outlet for ourselves. And if we're always letting ourselves down, that's so discouraging, right? You owe it to yourself. Um, there's this quote that I, I'm going to butcher it, but you'll get the general idea. It says, don't go and dedicate 40 hours a week to somebody else's dream, you know, in the sense of our, our work, 
that you forget to give any of that to yourself, you know, and that makes me think like, damn, that that's so true. It's wild to me that we will dedicate, obviously, because it's a necessity. We all need to like eat and have housing and stuff like that. So we work, but you dedicate 40 plus hours a week to somebody else's goal and dream of this business, but you're not willing to give yourself a few hours a week to something that makes you happy right? So just make sure that you're being intentional with that. And if something does bring you joy and excitement that you actually follow through with it for yourself. All right. Uh, the next one, which is number eight, this is probably one of my most favorite ones. This is the one that I use a lot for myself just to kind of keep myself on check, which is it's not what happens to you that dictates your future. It's as how much is how you react to it, right? So we all get thrown curveballs. We we can set up the perfect day, the perfect date, the perfect week, have everything in line, and something that we have no control over happens, right? Something gets thrown off. So those are the situations where do I let this dictate how this day is going to go? Or how do I react to this? How how am I going to overcome this? Am I going to let this bring me down? Something that I think of um, when I was reading an article about uh a wedding photographer, I mean, weddings are huge, right? You plan these for a long time. You plan everything to a T, the, the linens, the the food, the drinks, the cake. I mean, you got everything planned out. You got a checklist of everything, right? But some of the things that you have no control over is the weather, right? Unless you're having a completely indoor an indoor wedding, but if you're wanting an outdoor one, you don't have control over the weather, right? And, and as I was reading this article, um, there was these pictures that the that the photographer had posted of the wedding that they're photographing and the the bride and groom were like drenched in rain, right? Thinking of the weather, they didn't have any control over that. But they didn't let that dictate their their entire celebration of what they had planned for a year to get to this point. They made the best of it. They took these pictures and 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 they had amazing pictures. They were both happy. There was lightning in the background. They were drenched in rain and and the pictures turned out to be phenomenal, right? That's a situation somebody would have been like, well, my wedding's ruined, right? That's not how it works. You put in all this work, all this time, all this dedication that you need to enjoy it regardless of how it happens. And when you do have those hiccups, when you do have those situations that come up, you need to embrace them. And how are you going to react to it? How are you going to let that dictate the next steps after that? The next one is temporary pleasure delays long-term fulfillment. So we live in such an instant gratification world. It can be really hard to remember our long-term goals, to remember the long-term wants that we have to give up the temporary, you know, and it can feel really hard to do that. And so we just have to remember what's the long-term goal? How bad do I want it? Again, this kind of ties back into a lot of the other ones that we're talking about. Sometimes it's necessary to say no right now for the long-term, right? All right, guys. And the last one, which is the most important one, is time is the most valuable asset. Spend it wisely. I can't stress enough the whole, like the saying, like the only thing you can't buy, money can't buy time. It's the truth. It's the reality of it. No matter how much money we have in the world, whether we're the wealthiest person on this planet, time is the one thing that we cannot buy. We cannot buy more of it, right? So use it wisely. We all have the same 24 hours in our day. So what we do with our time is going to dictate how our, how we live our lives. And do you want to live a joyful and a, a fulfilling life? Or do you want to live a life that you just never did what you wanted to do? You just 
lived in comfort and you didn't you didn't really push yourself you didn't go out of your comfort zone to grow you didn't pick up that book to read that to learn that second language or to build a business or to buy a house i mean there's so many things that you can do with your time and it, and and we we have such a short time on this planet we have a short life the way as far as how old this planet is let's use that time wisely all right guys that's all we have for you today we appreciate your time as always we know that there's millions of podcasts out there that you can be enjoying and you chose to enjoy this one so if you found some value in this share this with a friend share this on social media tag us in it we enjoy those we'd love to see that we love to see that you're actually taking something away from these and applying it to your life. So with that, we leave you. We will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. If you like this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondoferius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.